Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Little Ray of Health podcast. I am your host and hormone health bestie, Emily Ray. I am a holistic health and wellness coach, and I help women balance their hormones naturally using food as medicine. Today, we got a spicy one. I mean, not necessarily spicy, but I have so many thoughts on birth control. I'm going to try to keep this as objective as possible, but I will give you my personal thoughts on birth control at the very beginning. Then we're going to be diving into the different types of birth control, the side effects, the harmful effects of them, and then I'm going to be talking a little bit about the fertility awareness method, which is what I've been using to prevent pregnancy for the past five years. It is a non-hormonal contraceptive method that I, like I said, I've been using it for five years no issues, no scares. It is 99.4% effective when practiced correctly, so with perfect use. And again, I'll dive into all of that. But I am so excited for this podcast because this is something I talk about birth control very often on Instagram, but I don't really have the capacity to dive deep into it like I am going to today. So we'll just start off by letting you know my personal feelings about birth control. Now, I spent over 10 years of my life on birth control. So I obviously, I was on it. It's not like I have all of these thoughts and I've never touched and I don't know what it's like. Birth control really messed up my body. Of course it didn't at first. It takes a little while usually, but it really messed me up. And I was never given informed consent about what it was, how it worked, the effects short-term and long-term on my body and my future fertility. I just, once I learned all of this, I really could not believe that we are just handed a prescription for something or given a medical procedure to insert something in our body without the full extent and all of the information about what it can do and the way it works. It is commonly believed that birth control is super empowering, right? The women's liberation movement, birth control, Also, side note, I highly recommend watching the documentary, The Business of Birth Control. If you have not seen it, I cannot speak highly enough about it. It's incredible. It will make you sad and angry and empowered all at the same time. Anyways, I think that birth control is the least empowering thing to ever happen to women. And here's why. Women are not taught the way that our bodies work. So instead of teaching us our fertile window, our fertility, telling us about our cycle and the way it really works, we are instead handed a pill that shuts a pill or a patch or a shot or an implant that shuts our cycle down completely. So right off the bat, birth control essentially assumes women are too irresponsible or too stupid to understand the way that our body works and to understand how to take our fertility into our own hands. There's that. And then there's the fact that it is flooding our body with a stream of synthetic hormones 24-7 to prevent something that can only happen six days out of every month. It just doesn't make sense to me. I just, I cannot see birth control as empowering at all, at all. Especially when we can prevent pregnancy naturally without the use of hormonal contraceptives and we can do it on our own. And guess what? It's essentially free. And that's probably another reason 
why they don't want us to know how to track our cycles. Now, some here's just some side effects of hormonal birth control, and we're going to dive deep into these later. It can alter thyroid function and lead to weight gain and hair loss. It disrupts your gut health. It can make your periods heavier and more painful. It can increase your hormonal acne. It increases the risk of breast cancer. It can affect your future fertility. It depletes essential vitamins and minerals. It affects your mate selection. It can cause headaches and migraines. You have an increased risk of of depression and anxiety. It shuts down your natural cycle and natural production of hormones. It affects your liver function. It can lead to decreased bone density. It can increase the likelihood of bacterial vaginosis and yeast infections and can diminish libido sometimes completely. So that is what we are doing to our bodies when we could prevent pregnancy naturally, essentially for free by just understanding the way that our body works. Okay, end rant. I'm going to lighten the mood. And now we're just going to talk about the different forms of birth control and just kind of unbiasedly explain them. So let's discuss just the most common forms of birth control. This includes hormonal birth control like the pill or the patch, as well as non-hormonal methods like condoms, copper IUDs. Hormonal birth control is one of the most common forms of birth control, and it works by suppressing ovulation and altering hormone levels in the body. While it can be effective in preventing pregnancy, it can also lead to a plethora of negative side effects like the ones I mentioned. Some of the most common side effects, like I said, include weight gain, mood changes, and decreased sex drive. It can also increase the likelihood of blood clots, strokes, and other serious health issues. Now, this is something that they dive into in the business of birth control, and it's something that breaks my heart because of the increased risk of blood clots. There have been young girls that have died from brain aneurysms. And this is something that is known by these companies. And like I said, they talk about this in the business of birth control. And it's just heartbreaking that these parents aren't told and these women aren't told. And they could die. It just it, It's so crazy to me that there's no black box warning on birth control. There are parents out there fighting for this. And these companies just don't care. There are so many different forms of birth control. And I'm going to try to dive into as many as I can starting with probably the most popular one, which is the combination birth control pill. This is a pill that contains a combination of fake estrogen and fake progesterone. So estrogen and progestin. The pill works by preventing ovulation. It thickens the cervical mucus to prevent sperm from reaching the egg and thinning the lining of the uterus to make it less hospitable for a fertilized egg to implant. The pill is taken daily for 21 days, followed by a seven-day break, which a withdrawal bleed occurs. Now, this is a withdrawal bleed. This is not a period. When you are on birth control, on hormonal birth control, you're not getting a real period. It is simply just a withdrawal bleed from with a withdrawal from those fake hormones. So again, and I know it's really common for women to just skip those sugar pills, move on to the next pack and skip their period completely because it's inconvenient. And it's just, we should not be messing with our bodies in that way. Now, next up, we have the progestin-only pill, also known as the mini pill. This pill contains only progestin hormone. So again, synthetic progesterone. This pill works by thickening the cervical mucus to prevent sperm from reaching the egg and thinning the lining of the uterus to make it less hospitable for a fertilized egg to implant. The mini pill must be taken at the same time every day without a break, 
for it to be effective. Next up, we have the patch. This is a small adhesive patch that contains a combination of estrogen and progestin, again, synthetic hormones. The patch is applied to the skin and changed once a week for three weeks, followed by a patch-free week during which the withdrawal bleed occurs. The patch works in the same way that the combo pill works. It's just a little bit more convenient. You don't have to remember to take a pill at the same time every day. Then we have the vaginal ring. So also known as the Nuva ring. I tried this one. It was terrible. It is a small flexible ring that is inserted into the vagina and left in place for three weeks. So you have this small little, it honestly looks like a silicone hairband, a little ring that you insert into the vagina. It goes in the same area that a tampon would. So you're not, it's not super invasive, but it is in there, left in place for three weeks. The ring contains a combination of estrogen and progestin hormones, and it works in the same way that the combo pill and the patch work. Now, I, my birth control story, maybe I'll talk about it on here. I really had a heck of a time. Over the course of one year, I tried four different birth control forms. So I went on the pill, I went on the mini pill, I went on the NuvaRing and the IUD. And to be honest, I was just a mess for a year straight. It was like I was Goldilocks trying to find this perfect birth control that would make my life easier, make my periods easier. Uh, and it just, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Then we have the Depo-Provera shot. This is a progestin-only injection that is given every three months. The injection works by preventing ovulation. Again, thickening the cervical mucus to prevent sperm from reaching the egg, thinning the uterus lining to make it less cozy for a fertilized egg to implant. Then we have the hormonal IUD. This is a small T-shaped device that is inserted into the uterus and left in place for three to five years. So we have a medical device being placed in our body for three to five years. Again, I had this one, and if you have had it, you know what a traumatic and horrible experience the insertion is. Now, she did it wrong the first time she inserted it, she had to take it out and reinsert it, and it was one of the most painful experiences ever. I'm really not sure why. I know in other countries, they give women like anesthesia, they put them under, they give them some kind of anesthesia. Now here, we just go for it, which is insane. I had no idea, and like I said, I almost threw up, I almost passed out. It was so, so, so horrible. But the small T-shaped device is inserted into the uterus, left in place for three to five years. The hormonal IUD contains progestin hormones, which again, thicken the cervical mucus, prevent sperm, and thin the uterus lining so that a fertilized egg makes it a lot harder to implant. Lastly, we have the copper IUD. This is the non-hormonal IUD. I get so many questions about this saying, well, it's non-hormonal. Is it a better option? How does it work? Now, while it's non-hormonal, it is still made out of copper. So copper toxicity is a huge issue. And what the way that it works is by essentially inflaming the uterus so that nothing can attach. But fertilization can still occur. I want to make that clear. Fertilization can your eggs can still be fertilized, but implantation cannot occur. I just want to make that clear for anyone who, for moral reasons, fertilization is still occurring with the copper IUD. Now, what they have also found 
is that the inflammation is not localized. So it's not like, oh, we put this in the uterus, it causes inflammation in the uterus, and that's it. No. The inflammation spreads through the whole body. So I have actually talked to women who have had the copper IUD who said it caused the worst symptoms out of any of them. Really painful cramping, really heavy periods, really, really painful PMS. Okay, I think I covered all of them. We covered the combo pill, the mini pill, the patch, the ring, the shot, the hormonal IUD, and the copper IUD. So again, pick your poison. There's something for everyone. Now want to dive a little bit deeper into these harmful side effects. I know I briefly mentioned a bunch at the beginning, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the harmful effects of hormonal birth control. So this category includes a myriad of the medications that use synthetic hormones to prevent pregnancy. Common examples are the pill, the patch, the ring, and the injection, so the shot. These hormones, these synthetic hormones, work by disrupting the natural hormone balance in the body, which can have a number of unintended consequences. For example, they can increase the risk of blood clots, stroke, and heart attack. Hormonal birth control can also cause side effects like nausea, headaches, mood changes, Hormonal birth control can affect mate selection. This one is insane. So it can affect mate selection in several ways. Studies have shown that hormonal birth control can alter a woman's preference for mates, potentially leading her to choose a partner who is less genetically compatible or actually less attractive. One way that hormonal birth control can affect mate selection is by altering a woman's sense of smell. And by smell, we mean pheromones. Research has shown that women who are not using hormonal birth control are more attracted to the scent of a man who have different immune system genes than their own. This is thought to be an evolutionary adaptation that increases the chances of producing offspring with a strong immune system. However, studies have shown that women who are using hormonal birth control do not show the same preference for different immune system genes, potentially leading them to choose partners who are less genetically compatible. Hormonal birth control can also alter a woman's preferences for physical traits in a mate. Studies have shown that women who are using hormonal birth control are less likely to be attracted to men with masculine physical features, such as a strong jawline or prominent brow ridge. This is thought to be because of high levels of testosterone, which are associated with masculine physical features, can indicate genetic quality, and women on hormonal birth control are less sensitive to these signals. In addition to altering mate selection, which is wild to me, hormonal birth control can also have other effects on relationships, including changes in sexual desire and satisfaction. I can tell you from personal experience that this was so, so detrimental and honestly almost cost me my relationship at one point. Not only did birth control make me like that stereotypical psycho girlfriend, but my sex drive was negative. I, and I want to say this because I know there are so many women out there that are going through the same thing and I really thought I was alone. I thought I was broken. I thought there was something wrong with me. So if you're going through the same thing, you are not broken. You are not alone and you can heal, but I can remember like looking at my partner, looking at my boyfriend who I loved so much, loved so much, so happy in my relationship. I didn't even want him to touch me. I didn't want him to look at me. I had no sex drive. Like he would kiss me and I felt nothing. And it was 
so, so, so terrifying. So I'm here to tell you that if that's how you feel, you are not broken. And if you're on hormonal hormonal birth control, chances are that's having a massive impact. Now, so like I said, in addition to mate selection, it can also affect your sexual desire. And there's also evidence to suggest that hormonal birth control can impact a woman's sex drive. And in some cases, it can cause vaginal dryness, which can cause sex to be painful and uncomfortable. In addition to the physical risks, hormonal birth control can also affect a woman's mental health. Studies have shown that women who use hormonal birth control are more likely to experience depression and anxiety and a heartbreaking statistic that I just, this is so insane to me, but women who are on birth control are also 70% more likely to be on antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications. That's so insane to me and more people need to be talking about this. Now, in addition to all of that, let's not forget about the environmental impact of these medications. Hormonal birth control contains synthetic hormones that can enter the water supply and harm aquatic life. Moving on to the impact that hormonal birth control can have on your gut health. So hormonal birth control can affect a woman's gut health in several ways. Research has shown that hormonal birth control can alter Also, what would be a fun drinking game is if you took a shot every time I said hormonal birth control in this podcast. Um, Research has shown that hormonal birth control can alter the composition of the gut microbiome, which can impact overall digestive health. Now, if we know anything, it's that we know that gut health affects your overall health in so many ways. It plays an integral role in digestion, your immune system, and so many different things. So when our gut health is compromised, that's a big deal. The gut microbiome is a complex ecosystem of microorganisms that live in the digestive tract. These little organisms play a key role in maintaining digestive health, and an imbalance in the gut microbiome can lead to a range of digestive issues, including bloating, gas, constipation, diarrhea, it can lead to acid reflux, it can lead to acne, it can mess with your immune system. So again, this is kind of like leaky gut. If your gut is compromised, you can experience a myriad of symptoms that are just cause this domino effect in your body. Studies have shown that hormonal birth control can alter the gut microbiome by reducing the levels of beneficial bacteria. So the little good bugs in your gut such as lactobacillus, and they can increase the levels of harmful bacteria, such as E. coli. This can lead to an overgrowth of harmful bacteria in the gut, which can disrupt the balance of the microbiome and lead to digestive issues. Also, this can lead to, if you're on birth control and you experience frequent um, UTIs or frequent BV, bacterial vaginosis, these can both be gut issues caused by the harmful effects of birth control. But in addition to altering the gut microbiome, hormonal birth control can also affect the gut motility or the movement of food through the digestive tract. Some women may experience constipation or slow digestion while on hormonal birth control. Now, hormonal birth control and birth control in general is a personal choice that many women make for a myriad of reasons. I am not here to judge anyone on hormonal birth control. Like I said, I took it for 10 years, but I can say that if I had known all of this and I had also been told like hey this is how your cycle works you're only fertile six days this is how you can prevent pregnancy naturally I for sure would have never gone on hormonal birth control I just feel like if women were armed with this knowledge and felt confident and empowered to take control of their fertility they would 
like I said, hormonal birth control, to me, the doctor's just prescribing it as a Band-Aid. It just assumes women are too reckless, irresponsible, or just quite frankly too dumb to understand how our fertility works. And I, those days are over. We're smarter than that. We're empowered. And we are 1,000% capable of taking our fertility into our own hands and making these informed decisions. Now maybe you're listening to this like, okay, Emily, so you really just put a damper on that. I don't know what to do now. Birth control is terrible for me. How the heck do I prevent pregnancy without birth control? Girl, I was there and it can be a really scary decision to go off birth control. I understand it's almost like a security blanket and it kind of takes the responsibility off of your shoulders and I get it. Your period's annoying. It's inconvenient. You want to skip it. You don't want it. But if I could tell you anything, it is that your period is basically your report card of your body. It's like the canary in the coal mine and truly your period is so important and I promise you, you can have easy periods. That is what I'm here to help you do. I'm your hormone health bestie. I will show you the way and right now, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to give you a little lowdown on what I've done for the past five years to prevent pregnancy naturally. And it is called the Fertility Awareness Method, also known as like natural family planning. I practice the symptothermal method of the Fertility Awareness Method. Now, what this means is you track symptoms and your temperature. So, symptothermal. So, you're tracking your temperature daily along with charting your cervical fluid, so aka discharge. One thing you'll learn on this podcast is there is no such thing as TMI. We're going to talk about discharge. We're going to talk about periods. We're going to talk about all of that. Discharge is totally normal. I don't know if this is the first time you're hearing this. It's very normal. It's very normal for it to change color and consistency over the course of the month. Now, if you are noticing an odor, this is something that you would definitely want to see a doctor about. But like I said, over the course of your cycle, it is going to change in consistency. When you're fertile, it's going to be kind of like an egg white consistency. Now, this is the easiest for sperm to swim through. So once again, our bodies are so, so cool, helping helping us out trying to get pregnant. Um, and before your period, you might notice it's kind of thicker and wet, like almost like lotion consistency. Again, totally normal. So by charting these symptoms along with your temperature, now the way that works is that your temperature and you're going to want to use a basal body thermometer. Um, I also have a video of this up on my YouTube channel if you kind of want to watch me explain it. I'm a visual person so I sometimes love videos for this but you chart your temperature every single morning with a basal body thermometer It's a little different than a normal thermometer, but again, you can find it at Target. I have been using the same $9 thermometer for four years now, and it works like a charm. Like I said, very low cost for this. That's why Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about it. Anyways, take your temperature every morning at the same time. Yes, this might sound a little inconvenient, but you will get the hang of it right when you wake up, before you take a sip of water, before you pee, before your feet hit the ground. You are going to take your temperature and you are going to write it down or in the case, my thermometer actually saves the temperature. So if I'm like half asleep, I roll over, I take my temperature and I put the thermometer back on my nightstand. When I turn the thermometer on again, it'll show me the last recorded temperature. Also, there are so many femtech devices out there. I know that there's the temp drop. 
the Aura Ring, the Daisy. These are all amazing and maybe I'll, I'll kind of review all of them in an episode in the future. I have the Aura Ring now. I absolutely love it. It's insanely accurate. I've tracked like my actual temperature along with the ring and they're exactly the same. So I really love this. I use the app Natural Cycles. Natural Cycles has a patented algorithm and has been cleared by the FDA as a form of contraceptive. So the way, the reason why all of this works is like I said, your cervical fluid will change over the course of the month. So once you start to notice it's kind of you're getting more wet, it's a little bit more of that egg white consistency, you know ovulation is coming and chances are you are fertile. Now, the way that your temperature works is that right before you ovulate, your temperature dips ever so slightly. And when I say slightly, we are talking like less than half of a degree, which is why you need that BBT thermometer because it tracks it to two decimal points versus normal thermometers, which only track one. So it'll dip slightly. Then after ovulation, your temperature is going to spike and it's going to stay elevated until you get your period. The more you track this, the more months you track this, you'll get a handle on kind of what day you ovulate. So for example, I have ovulated on day 15 every month for three years straight. That is when I ovulate, day 15 without fail. There are some things that can affect it, such as sickness. If you're sick, ovulation can be delayed. If you have been drinking, it can kind of affect it. Or in high-stress situations, ovulation is obviously affected. And the reason for this is that your body basically goes, oh no, she's stressed, this is an issue, this is not a safe time to have a baby, let's shut it down. So if you have lost your period, you haven't had your period in months, Basically, what it comes down to is your body just doesn't feel safe for whatever reason. Maybe you're going through an emotionally stressful time. You have a stressful job. Maybe you're dieting and you're under eating or you're over exercising. There are so many reasons why your body doesn't feel safe enough to carry a child. But if you don't have your period, that is really in the most simple terms. It's because your body does not feel safe. So Like I said, the fertility awareness method really comes down to tracking these two things, symptoms and your temperature, and it is with perfect use, which takes a little while. You need to be diligent, like I said, tracking your temperature every single morning. With perfect use, the fertility awareness method is 99.4% effective, which is insane. That is higher than hormonal birth control, okay? Hormonal birth control is about 93% effective on average with perfect use. Now, I know women who have gotten pregnant while they're on the IUD, while they're taking the pill. It is, it's not effective. And I really do think that while on hormonal birth control, you're just so disconnected from your body. And I know it sounds scary to get off, but there is something so beautiful and sacred about being so connected and in tune with yourself. Now, that was just a brief little overview about the fertility awareness method. I dive so much deeper into all of this in my online course, The Balance Bay Blueprint. I have a full video module on tracking your cycle, the phases of your cycle. I also dive deep into the fertility awareness method. So I really have created a course that teaches you every single thing you need to know. I also have a masterclass in there called Breaking Up with Birth Control, which teaches you how to transition off of birth control without post-birth control syndrome, 
which is definitely a thing. I do not recommend going off birth control cold turkey with no plan. Uh, it can really lead to, if you got on birth control, to get certain symptoms under control. If you just ditch birth control cold turkey without supporting your body in the meantime, all of those symptoms can come back. It can be worse. It can actually trigger PCOS. So I do recommend having a plan getting off birth control. Like I said, I teach it all in the Balance Bay Blueprint, which... If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would rate and review it. And if you do, screenshot that, send it over to emily at balancebayblueprint.com and I will give you a $100 off discount code for my online course, The Balance Bay Blueprint, which is truly your golden ticket to balanced hormones. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any topic requests, please head on over to Instagram. That's where I hang out all the time. My handle is Little Ray of Health, same as this podcast. Send me a DM, send me a voice message. Let me know what you want to hear, what you want to know about. If you have any questions, if you're on birth control right now, you want to know if Bounce Bay Blueprint's the right fit, just head over to Instagram. I am always in my DMs and I would love to talk to you. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.